You're listening to a podcast from West Wind Church. For more information, visit our website at westwindchurch.org. Those of you who are mourning and celebrating, all I can say is go Bills. <laughs> that should clarify things. Hopefully, you got one of these. You got this packet. So, you know the cool thing today is you don't have to take notes. For those of you who hate notes, what are you going to say? Amen. Amen, Pastor. Way to go. Taking it easy on us today. But Pastor Jason worked hard on putting these together. This is our... A vision as we move forward as a church. We want you to find a good home for that in your Bible, to be very prayerful about that. And so today's rather unique. It's really about vision and it's about connection. And so when I think about vision, I was drawn back to uh, many years ago. Uh, many of you parents have done this. You've taken your kids to Disney World. Do you remember that first time? And so I remember standing in front of uh, this cool statue. Uh, Walt Disney and Mickey, and they're holding hands. They're just super-duper buddies. And the Magic Kingdom uh, is in the rear. And it's like, it was just kind of a magical moment, especially for our kids. Disney opened October 1st, 1971. And during that grand ceremony, the executive, one of the key executives said this, isn't it too bad that Walt isn't here to see this? And one of the creative directors responded and said, Oh no, he did see it. That is why we are here. That's the best picture I can give you of vision. Vision is dreaming God dreams. Vision is trusting Lord to do something exceptional that only he can do. Vision is Ecclesiastes 3.14. God works so we will stand in awe of him. Have you stood in awe of the Lord lately? Ellen and I had a few days away just to recalibrate and retreat. We stood in awe of the Lord. There was just so many things. Did you see the sunrise this morning? Oh, my goodness. Maybe I'm the only one who gets up early. I stand in awe when I see that. It's just beautiful. Or the sunset. Iowa just does it right, especially when you do Hickman. You come Hickman this way, you see it rise. You go Hickman that way, you see it set. It's like, I like driving Hickman. Yeah. So that's just a side note. So we're going to look ahead today, and we're going to dream biblically of a better future for Christ's church. Now, we know this biblically, right? He said he will build his church, and, and hell won't prevail. And yet we have a part in that. It's a partnership with the Lord. We're his servants, and we, we join the team. And so in order to look ahead, we got to look back. And I want to um, just go back about 18 months when our leadership launched a uh, ministry, a discipleship ministry called the Journey Experience. So can I put you on a spot? How many of you have taken the Journey Experience? Lots of folks. And for those of you who did it Zoom, man, I give you credit. That was grueling, right? Two and a half hours on screen with Keith and Jason. You did it. Today... Even through COVID, over 80 people have taken the journey course. 10 people said yes to believer's baptism. What a joy. Many to ownership. 
But I think the most important thing about the journey experience is that it was a focus on sitting at the feet of Jesus. Remember we said the best workers are first worshipers. And we gave you an encouragement to create a spiritual action plan, sitting at the feet of Jesus. Why? Then you can serve the Lord. But one of the key components of the journey experience is what we call the vision frame. Let me pop that up there just for a moment. The vision frame is very important. Why? Because it helps us understand who we are in our identity. And so we have four components of the vision frame. We have mission, core values. Then we have strategy and measures. And so the mission and core values are kind of like the pillars, and they're pretty constant. The strategy and measures kind of ebb and flow, but they gave us direction. Uh, the journey process, the journey experience, the vision frame is really phase one of vision, and that was super intentional. And so as we've unfolded that over the past 18 months, we were looking forward to uh, doing phase two, what we call technically vision proper. Now, I know that's not too cool, doesn't sound cool, but it's what it is. And so... What happened was a few months ago in June, 12 influencers from Westwind Church said yes, and this is crazy, to 14 hours of retreat. If you're part of that experience called the Vision Proper Team, stand up because I think you need to be hailed and thanked. <clears throat> Here, here's the deal, guys. And the, the reason I do that, you know, when you think about a pastor asking you to commit 14 hours in three retreat settings, doesn't that sound ridiculous? It did to me. And yet I just said, Lord, by faith, I'm going to try this. And we did it. Six hours, six hours, and two hours. You know what was really cool? We got through 12 hours, and we were just about done. And I'm just like famished. Everybody else is wiped out. You should have seen Mickey, the high energy guy, always on, just ready to go. He was like, can I go home? Well, there was two gals in a group. I won't point them out this morning, but I'll just look in their direction. And uh, they were like, we got to finish this. Come on, we're, we're 12 hours. We got to finish this. All right, we'll finish it. Two more hours on a Tuesday. We took a break for about nine days and we finished what we call vision proper. And so how does it work? It's a beautiful thing. And we're trying to create some visuals for you really to grab hold of today. So about a year ago, Ellen and I are hiking in Wyoming, the Grand Tetons. And this is just a majestic place, guys. Four days, and we didn't even touch the tip of the iceberg. But we were encouraged to go to Schomburg's Landing. And if you've been to the Tetons, you know about Schomburg's Landing. You go early, the sun's coming up in the east, the moon's still out in the west, and, and the tip of the Tetons are just being crested with these beautiful colors. You're standing in front of the Snake River, and it is just still, and the Tetons are reflecting off the river. There was people from all around the country with killer uh, camera equipment set up real early, taking pictures from New York, going back, making big money, and here I was. I took about a thousand, and I got one. One good one, and there it is. 
And so when we were introducing this idea called vision and vision proper, we said, how about this as a visual? And you'll see how it really unfolds because when I look at that uh, beautiful photo, God's creation, I see it in four dimensions and we're gonna outline that. And so the leadership chose to use that visual and even on your cards, uh, you'll see it there. So technically, the vision frame describes our identity, who we are, our doctrine, what we believe, our practices, what we value, some of the non-negotiables in ministry like relentless prayer, like generosity. That's our identity. Vision proper is about dreaming God dreams. It's about praying that God will give us a bigger dream than, than we can embrace so we'll stand in awe of him when he comes through. And so we insert uh, vision proper into the vision frame, phase two. Now let's get to the nuts and bolts. If you have your cards, please take them out. At home, you have some stuff online. And we just want to encourage you to start Big picture, long term, this is what we call the beyond the horizon. So stand with me at the shore of Snake River at 6.15 a.m., sun's coming up, moon's setting, and, and the crested Tetons. What is beyond the Tetons? That's what we're talking about right now. So we want to dream this morning of something bigger. And this is the five-year look ahead. And so... Vision proper begins there. Now, the beyond the horizon is a vivid picture of the church's future. And what is the value of having a beyond the horizon? It guides the development of long-range strategy for the next five years. In other words, we have a spiritual GPS, a strategic roadmap for the church. We're not just floundering week to week, month to month. What are we going to do? We're looking ahead. God dreams. Now, on your card, and this is the very um, words that came from our vision proper team, the 12 influencers. So here's what we believe. We believe God is moving. Therefore, we choose to actively align with the transformational movement of the Spirit, and there's two key words here, that matures and multiplies his people, and I love this next phrase, to breathe life into every home, neighborhood, and city, where? To the ends of the earth. Now, let's make that real practical. Number one, God is moving. Do you believe that? If you were with us last week, remember, Jesus says, I only do what I see the Father doing. The Father's at work. Jesus said he jumps on board with the Father's work. That's exactly what we want to do when we think about God is moving. Lord, where are you working? And we participate. Secondly, we align with the Spirit. We've been in the Gospel of Luke for over a year, now the book of Acts for quite some time. And if you read Luke and Acts, you know this about Luke. He believes in the third person of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit of God, who does what? Who fills us, who empowers us who counsels us, who teaches us, who nurtures us, who lives within us to accomplish God's good, acceptable, and perfect will. Then Paul picks up that theme and he says, walk in the spirit, align yourself with the spirit. For those of you in the military, it's 
keeping cadence with the Spirit. This is how the Spirit walks. We walk in cadence with him. That's what we want to do at Westwood. We want to align ourselves with the movement, the work of the Spirit. Third, maturity. Isn't that a great word? It's fun to grow up. And it's all over scripture, Ephesians chapter four, the Bible says Christ gave gifts to the church to do what? To equip the saints for the work of the ministry that the body might be unified, that we might all grow up in our faith. We wanna grow, we wanna mature. And I love this next one, multiply. You read the book of Acts, it is a book of multiplication. Starting in Jerusalem, first seven chapters, remember? Now we're in chapter eight, Samaria, Ethiopia, and then chapter 28 to the ends of the earth. There is such a multiplication motif in Christendom. Christianity is the only world religion, period, hands down, this comes from PhD research that is global. All other world religions are colloquial. They began in a certain spot. Islam, 1040 windows, stuck there. Uh, Buddhism, there. Christianity, everywhere to the ends of the earth. And it's, it's a remarkable reality. So that's beyond the horizon. That's what we're thinking about for five years. And so from beyond the horizon vision, we move to the three-year, what we would call background so instead of looking over the Tetons, you're looking right at the Tetons. It's a beautiful visual. And so what does the background vision do? It clarifies the four most strategic emphases in the next three years. The background vision creates a roadmap for the future. Uh, I think you're like me. You like GPSs, Right? unless they're a 10-year-old Garmin that just hasn't been updated and it goes in the wrong direction. I bought a crazy Toyota, and every year you got to spend like $175 to get the chip updated so your GPS would work. Got this beautiful screen, you know, looks like a TV, and it sends you to the wrong place. Hopefully this, before God prayerfully sends us God's place. It's a roadmap, a GPS. Now, there's four strategies that are very important to looking ahead, five-year and then three-year. Number one, we want to cultivate and celebrate God's movement. Friends, if you think about worship, what is worship? Showing God his worth. That's all it is. There is a real simple definition of worship. It's bowing down and kissing the hand of the king. If you uh, took the journey experience, I used the illustration of that Hittite uh, vessel where they would bow before the king when they served the wine. That's what we're here to do. We're here to stand in awe to God. He created us for worship. And so there's this beautiful picture of cultivating and celebrating God. We want to tell his story. We want to lift up his name. We want uh, the great reformation principle that we are created to bring glory to God and enjoy him forever. Strategy number two, comprehensive leadership development. Of course, that's everywhere in scripture. But Jesus, about a year and a half into his ministry, he chooses 12 from the masses to do what? To be with him. 12 from the masses to be with him so we could equip them and they would take the gospel to the ends of the earth. 
And one of the things we've inaugurated at Westwind is Leadership Pipeline. And so we're in our second uh, time for Leadership Pipeline, and we have about 14 people involved, and uh, God is growing all of us for leadership multiplication. Third, intentional outreach. And this came from many, uh, uh, almost from day one, from uh, a ministry known as NCD, Natural Church Development, when we took an assessment of our church. And there was eight quality characteristics, which are our measurements, and our least strength was intentional outreach. And so that's a big part of our future. And of course, as if you've been with us in the book of Acts, you think about what God did in Acts. 10 years in Jerusalem, and they were kind of stuck. And he uses persecution to do what? Push them out of the mother church to scatter them to make sure the gospel goes to the ends of the earth. And then our fourth strategy is practicing generous hospitality. So we go from beyond the horizon five-year to the background three-year, and now we move to the one-year, and this is vision mid-ground. And so the mid-ground vision is the single emphasis that generates excitement for what God is doing in the next year. So it gives us a focus. It gives us a laser for the coming year. And so on your card, you'll see this. Over the next year, we will make God's generosity known through radical hospitality to our community by creating partnerships with three businesses and intentionally engaging 600 new people within a three-mile radius of the Westbrook property. Now, folks, that's a pretty lofty vision. Would you agree? Businesses, community, people who aren't a part, we need to go to them. We need to demonstrate that God is a generous God. And so how do we do that? Let's talk a little bit about generosity. One of the foundational verses in the Bible, for God so loved the world, he gave. And think about what he gave. He gave his only son. He gave his best, right? Jesus, Acts 20, 35, it's better to Give than to receive. Radical hospitality. So let me tell you a few stories just to encourage you that we are in motion. We have a partnership here in Des Moines, uh, east side of Des Moines, with the Friendship Center. And if you've been to the property, you know we were gifted with all kinds of resources. One of those resources was computers. They were just sitting on the desks. The owner said, you want them, you can have them. Guess what? Fast forward many months later, Those computers have been repurposed and God is using them now at the Friendship Center. A generous partnership and you're going to hear a little bit more. I want to reintroduce you to Nepali International Ministries. We got a call uh, recently from this dear couple who partners with us through Global Focus Partners. There was a 20-bed hospital in India. They needed respirators, two of them. They're trying to raise 5,000. Fast forward, they raised over $7,500 put two respirators in, and we're going to hear their story more next week. Here's our key. God's been so generous to us. We want to be generous in his name. We want to give the kingdom away, his grace away, bless others in the name of Jesus. Secondly, hospitality and business partners. Philippians 1 talks about a 10-year partnership between the Apostle Paul and the church at Philippi. And he says, I thank my God 
Every time I remember you, in all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy. Why? Because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And so we've started this process of creating partnerships. And one of the partnerships that we have already is with Coffee Smith. And Coffee Smith is not too far from our current property. Um, and the cool thing is, as we went and engaged them, we talked about launching our uh, campus off of Westbrook on Alice. We created a partnership. And so a mailing is going out to thousands of homes. And what Coffee Smith said, thank you for putting our coupon on your mailing. But if you get the mailing, you get to come into Coffee Smith for a free coffee or free sandwich. And so you're creating a win-win. Nathan at Coffee Smith is a believer. He's a man on mission, and we want to partner with local businesses. In addition, right next to our property on Westbrook is a place called CrossFit. And we know they have needs for space. They're out of space. They have needs for uh, child care. And so we're in conversation right now to say, Lord, if we could bless this effort right next to us, CrossFit, open up some of our space properly for child care, we'll do it. And so be praying about that. That's our heart right now, to reach out and give away instead of feeling like people got to come to us. We're going to them. And then how about disengaging the community? 600 families. Would you agree that's pretty daunting? Are we going to go door to door? Are we going to do a phone calling thing? Well, I'll tell you, Pastor Jason's a lot more creative than I am. Check out what we're doing this week, weekend and this coming week. The Kona truck is coming to town. So we have four families right now that the Kona truck shows up. And how long? For about an hour? It's just free shaved ice. And kids, yes as much syrup as you want, okay? Some of those kids like syrup and a little ice. That's just how it works, you know what I mean? It's like the Americana. Eight shots, one shot of water. I mean, we've seen the Kona, Kona truck in action. But think about this. So you're just out here in Waukee, the truck pulls up, and it's, let's say it's the Odings and uh, uh, the Durasses, and next thing you know, the community gets blessed, and it's, it's from West Wind Church. We're launching in a few weeks. We just want to tell you we love you. That's the heart behind this generosity. But what drives it? It's vision that drives it, not the Kona truck. God gave us. He blessed us. He's been generous with us. We want to be generous in his name. And so what I greatly appreciate about background vision, we're intentional. It's not a flip of the coin. What are we going to do this week, this month? It's very focused on God's agenda for his church. Now, five year beyond the horizon, three year background, one year foreground, or one year midground, and now we get to the 90 day foreground vision. And this is really where the rubber meets the road. And this is really where leadership and elders and staff are held accountable. And so these 12 influencers prayed and dreamed and suggested, and we came up with four 90 day just because of the uh, transition to Westbrook, we made it 90 to 100 days, 180 days, just because we need a little bit more time. But let me share with you uh, what the foreground vision does. It contains a 90-day initiative that creates clarity for action steps and priorities for leaders. And so there's four of them. 
And so let's take a look at the four. And we've already enacted these. Initiative number one, to actively participate in a 40-day prayer initiative. I can tell you something beautiful, guys, to drive past the Westbrook property and see people praying and just interceding, walking the property, walking the back park, going in, the elders going from room to room, class to class, office to office, praying. We had a, uh, a leader just a week or so ago, I was hanging out with our painter, and all of a sudden I just saw him come in, and he just walked through the whole building and he just prayed for the next half hour. What a joy. There's this prayer calendar that we have, and we are in day 35, I believe. Wouldn't it be fun to finish strong? We have had someone at our property every day for 35 days. This week, there's still three slots open. So if you'd love to get over there, you can fill that out on the counter. How many of you guys have used the 6-4 bracelet? Has that helped you? Just me? All right, way to go, Keith. I like it. So here, no, here's the fun thing. Here's the fun thing. My mom was in town a few weeks ago, and she's like, what's that 6-4 thing? And, you know, it took a little bit of figuring out. It's Acts 6-4 and 6.40 in the morning a.m., 6.40 p.m. Well, no, it's 6.4. What's 6.40? And so I had to kind of get that clear. Mom's 86. She says, you know what? I like this. You got any extras? So we did. I gave Mom a bin of our 6-4 bracelets. She went to three churches in western New York and shared it with the pastors. Her widow's group is doing 6-4 with us. Friends, one day, and it was the day we launched 6-4 prayer movement, we had a couple in our church that was with us just for a year. They moved back to Tennessee. She's online with Pastor Jason. She says, I'm going to be up every morning, 640, praying for Westwood Church in Tennessee. Isn't that cool? I think that's beautiful. And so we want to be intentional. Why? House of prayer. They devoted themselves, Acts 6-4, to prayer and the ministry of the word. So thank you for praying. Our students, let me show you a picture of them. They were at the campus uh, this uh, past Wednesday. That's day 31. Just standing there in the sanctuary, crying out to the Lord, Lord, work in and through your church. Initiative number two, and this is the big kahuna to grow life group participation to 80% of West Wind adults by January 1st. Jason is working hard on that. We have our life group booths uh, established out there right now. There's five of them. Please, if you're at all interested in a life group, just stop by the table, talk to the life group leaders. We'd love for you to connect. And just going to a life group doesn't mean you're absolutely committed. You could check out numerous groups, but figure out uh, where the Lord would have you connect through life groups. The cool thing about life groups is Pastor Jason is working on very deliberate curriculum to train our life group leaders. And we're also going to be much more intentional this year about mentoring and multiplying. And it's all flowing out of vision proper. Third, Beginning July 4th, Westwind will widely and creatively share God's stories. Why? Because we want to stand in awe of him. This is Ecclesiastes 3.14. Anybody know who that guy is? Got baptized not too long ago. And so this is Nolan. When Nolan walked in and saw his uh, picture on the wall there, he almost had a heart attack. So fortunately, he was rescued. But God's stories. Let me tell you one God story. 
if you need any painting done around your house, can I do a little bit of marketing for Mr. Jim Ferguson? We had a gentleman in our co community help us repurpose this space, and now he's pretty much painting all the space at the uh, property at Westbrook. We're talking ceilings, walls, floors, classrooms, all in kind of guy. We've hung out with Jim quite a bit over the past uh, month, built a really meaningful relationship with him, but he is serving God through Westwood. Uh, Jim's story is pretty remarkable. He had a really rough road, came to faith in Christ while in prison and still working through what it means to be fully in Christ. He told me the other day, and again, we spend probably a half hour each day as often as we can, sometimes lunch together. And he said, Keith, I've seen Jesus in your people, and it's the first time. That's a remarkable thing. He's seen Jesus in you. When students show up and he's painting and they're praying, when you come and you serve and you clean and you sweep and you help out, he's seeing Jesus. You know, our leadership, what a blessing. Cole, Greg Argenbright, he's seeing Jesus. And so it's just a beautiful God story. I hope it inspires me as it inspires, inspires you as it inspires me. Now, finally, beginning October 3rd, Westwood will host a monthly community gathering focused on radical hospitality, community partnership, and extraordinary generosity. We want to dream dreams for God. We want to partner with him. We want to make his name great in Waukee. And so when does it begin? It begins with our community launch. So can I encourage you? Uh, pencil that in. Start reaching out. It's going to be a really uh, meaningful day. From worship to the community, uh, we have a barbecue truck coming in and just some really good food, a lot of stuff for children through adults, families. It's just going to be a great day. But we're going to work hard to get out to the community and give away. Uh, for the food, there's no charge. Community can come, have a beautiful luncheon, brisket, pulled pork, you know, a couple sides, all the fixings. There's a lot of cool food that... Victoria's working with you on for donations and all that. So we're just looking forward to it. Please keep praying. Look forward to the launch. We trust God. So where do we go from here? In moving forward, the Vision Proper team, there's 12 individuals, they committed for at least about a year to meet every three months to do what? To pray, to evaluate progress, and to continue to look ahead to revitalize those 90 to 180 day initiatives. So in five days, our prayer initiative, thankfully, will be accomplished, and then we wanna move forward with our next initiative. Could be very similar, could be different. We're just gonna uh, trust that God's people, and by the way, these, uh, this group of 12 children, youth, men, women, uh, six men, six women, new people in our church, people have been here eight, 10 years, and in between, staff and elders served on the team. So it's very much a body life team, and I'm so thankful for them. So, Walt Disney got it. We're here because he saw it. We're just trying to dream God dreams. We're trying to move forward biblically, but we're trying to inspire God's people to do his work his way. Let's pray together. Father, thank you that you're a visionary God. Thank you that you envisioned our salvation through Jesus Christ, our Lord. 
And what a privilege as he came to seek and to save lost people. He came to see your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father, we just want to align with that. A missional God, we want to align with your spirit. We want to see where you're moving and join in. And so, Father, thank you for the Vision Proper team. Thank you for all that you've given us. And I pray we would be found faithful to stewarding your church, our lives, being generous with our time, our treasure, our talent and touch. And I ask, Father, that you would bless now, connect Sunday, so we just have opportunity to see what you're doing and join in, in Jesus' name, amen.